0: entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi everyone, Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up Your Business. This week's 15 minutes to action, we are going to focus on sales, selling. More importantly, we are going to focus on one of the most crucial but misunderstood parts of the sales process, and that is closing. So how can you close a deal? For those of you who've listened to Scale Up Your Business for some time, you'll know that I'm not a fan of what I call the, the hard, aggressive close on any type of commercial situation that you're in. That goes against, I appreciate, a lot of traditional sales methodology, sales training, sales teaching, but I've been involved in pitching and selling for years and i would go as far as to say that there isn't a day that goes by that i'm not pitching something or selling something but i'm not focused on trying to close that one deal i'm not focused necessarily on everything has to go into almost convincing influencing persuading manipulating someone to take an action of anything that i have to sell them now it's not it's not that i'm against that right it's just that i don't think it is the most effective way for you to really nail your conversion process that part of your business that needs to be very very clear very very well structured and i say that because i've done a, a longer podcast on this it was all about client creation you know high impact lead generation how you how you do a lot of stuff at the front end of a business through your marketing activity through your direct response that makes the big difference in terms of your ability to then be successful at hitting your quota, hitting your targets, whatever that is in your business. And I honestly believe that if you spend time at the front end, call it the marketing end, the, the attraction, the awareness, the engagement end, and you do that at scale, you'll never have any significant issues hitting your numbers. Because you're putting the activity at the front of the business, you're building rapport, you're getting people to know, like, and trust you or your business, your brand, your product, your service, that you are educating, you are, as I said, engaging, inspiring them through that front-end process. That When it comes to a conversion, um, be that, you know. in this case, I'm talking about a conversion with a salesperson, someone who's responsible for that in your business, then it should just really be a natural extension of all of the work that you've done up front. Now, a lot of people get confused by this, and they focus on selling. They say sales is the lifeblood of business. And yeah, it is, but you've got to look at the whole end-to-end process. You've got to understand that the messaging that you put at the front end is going to be critical to your ability to close at scale. If you want to call it closing, like I think the terminology of today's podcast, we will use that term because everyone understands it. But I just want you to kind of get a sense that it's a much more longer, well thought out system than it is just simply the ability to close. But let's get into what I mean by this. I'm going to I'm going to talk a bit today about four techniques, if you like. Let's call them closing techniques that I think you should have in your arsenal to be able to be used depending on how effective that front-end marketing activity is. So one of the things that gets talked about a lot is what is called ABC, always be closing, always be closing. I think it was something out of the Wolf of Wall Street, (laughs) with Jordan Belfort talking about that. And I personally believe that good sales professionals understand that building to a close as I've said, is a process. It involves getting actually a series of commitments or let's call them small closes as you work your way through the, the entire sales process. So at each step, you are further qualifying a prospect and moving them through your sales funnel, your commercial funnel. But once you get to the final close, you have a variety then of what I call closing strategies that you employ. Okay, so the idea of micro closes or smaller closes is super critical here. And the one thing I'll say before we get into these these techniques is research is absolutely key from the outset here. So the the sales professionals that are really, really good at hitting their numbers are, are intuitive. They listen. The whole idea of two ears and one mouth, they know when to shut up. They find out everything possible about their client, their prospect, their business, their needs, their issues, their interests, their current solutions, whatever they're evaluating. They, they do their homework and then they can unlock the ability to present great solutions that are then presented in an elegant way that solves the problem that the prospect has. So this concept of always be closing really starts from putting in the groundwork from the beginning so that you are preparing for as many of the possible situations that can happen through the conversations you're going to have with your prospects, including the critical things that you do when you get pushbacks or you get objections. So let's get into it. Here are four techniques that I use that I recommend, but as I said, they all filter into a bigger commercial process. So the one that you choose should really be based on what you know about the prospect the type of clothes that you believe that they will be the most open to. And it's important to choose your words wisely here. So you've got to use the right, let's call it persuasive or influencing language in your closing technique. And that can have a massive impact on the outcome. And you've got to think about it in terms of exactly what you then know about the person that you're you're speaking to or you're you're trying to present the solution to because I'm a big believer that you have to meet them. At the point where they're ready to engage to get the best effect, the best impact. So the first one we're going to talk about is one of my favourites. It's called the assumptive close. It's quite traditional, but it's a technique that involves using a phrase or language that assumes the close is is already done. It is a done deal. Okay, so you could say, um, you know, what day do you want your new car to arrive, or um, you know, uh, you know, when when um, when are you um, planning on shipping this out to your customers? So what we're saying here, right, is that before you've actually signed the agreement, you've moved forward in the process that you know, you've already put in their mind that they've said yes. Okay, they've already said yes. It's an assumptive close. It's like, well, of course, you've already said yes. So why are we talking about you saying yes? That's happened. We're now going to talk about what you're going to do later on in the fulfillment or the delivery stage. It's quite a clever technique. It's used a lot. I use the car reference. It's used a lot in car sales because people joke around it and say, you know, um, so when should we have that delivered to your garage or when are you going to, you know, when, when should we have the car ready for you to collect? It's a very common one because, you know, you're, 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 you're playing a little bit on emotion there as well. You can play this close when you know that your prospect is already emotionally connected to the purchase. So you're just taking them that little step further so that it becomes more certain in their mind. Okay, next one is called the suggestion close. This is another quite passive one. I like it though. It's it's when you've built up a lot of good rapport with your prospect and they already view you as a trusted expert in some way, shape or form. So the suggestion close is really about, you know, based on what you've told me about what your problem is, what you're trying to achieve, I would suggest that you do this. Does that work for you? Now, if i think about it in my business because i've got obviously a lot of media i speak on stage i've got podcasts all that sort of stuff a lot of people come to me already as an expert so before even speaking to me directly they've listened to me for sometimes hundreds of hours crazily <laughs> and and they and they and they they feel like they can then come to me for advice because i'm positioned as knowing something about the thing that they're trying to fix business growth scale up acquisitions, those things. So if they come to me and they're asking questions and whatever else, I may suggest something that I could work with them on commercially, or I might recommend someone in my network who can help them. But either way, I'm suggesting a solution and I've built up the ability the trust the rapport to be able to do that. Okay, the third one is the option close. This is similar to the assumptive close that we said beforehand, but instead of asking for the prospect's business directly, you are talking to them about which option they prefer. So you could close with something like, do you want the car delivered on Wednesday or would you like the car delivered on Friday? So instead of saying, do you want the car delivered? You know, or that sort of thing, or when would you like the car delivered? You're actually giving them some choice. By giving them some choice, it's a bit of an interesting technique. It does become a little bit manipulative because you're actually taking away the main choice. The main choice is, are you going to buy this thing? By giving them options for something which is a little bit further down the chain again. And quite often, if you use that, it sounds a little bit trickery, but it works quite well, is that you are, again, assuming that the decision's already made, and then you're getting their brain to think differently about, you know, what the next logical step is going to be. In other words, the next decision point in the process. Now, a lot of this stuff I'm talking about does rely on a bit of an understanding, really, of neurolinguistic programming, NLP, which is very, very popular in sales training, sales strategy. But, you know, whether you choose the option or the assumptive close is really dictated by how present you are in the, in the conversation and what you can see happening to then be able to pivot and to adjust depending on, on again, where the prospect is at. Okay, and the last one is um, what is called the urgency close. And that's where you create a sense of urgency by placing a degree of pressure on the prospect to make a decision right then, right now. So if you've already identified that the client has has a problem, you have the solution, they need to make a decision quickly, you've qualified that, there's a short timeline that's being worked to, you can introduce something like a limited time to make a decision or a limited time offer. Now, unlike other closing techniques, this one should only be used occasionally and by people who are experienced, and I think also where there's a strong relationship with the client, however that is built up. No one likes pressure, but again, if the emotional connection is already there with the solution that you've presented, in other words, you know that they want to buy it, you just want to create that extra level of of certainty to make sure it happens, then you can use the urgency close. Okay, So just to summarize those again very quickly, you've got the assumptive close, you've got the suggestion close, you've got the option close, and you've got the urgency close. Now there are nuances and, and other ways around this, but they're ones that I like to have in my toolkit. And I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast beforehand, that the book, the best book to accompany what I've spoken about on the, uh, the episode today is the book by Robert Cialdini. And it's about influence. I think it's called influence and persuasion or the power of influence and persuasion. But just look up Robert Cialdini, Influence Persuasion, and you'll find it on Amazon. And that's where he talks about the different psychological things that you need to present when you're having a conversation with a prospect. So if you can weave in the six things that he talks about, which again, I've got on another podcast, one of my early ones, with some of these more tactical closing techniques that I'm going through today and you practice it and you research it, you do the work, right? None of this is just simply showing up without doing the work. That is absolutely key. Then you are going to have a very, very, very high conversion percentage. You are going to have very, very good closing stats and and hitting sales quotas, whatever the metrics are in your business. Accompany that with what I said at the very outset about that really strong, clear process of bringing people into your business through content, through education, through very, very um, structured systems, processes, sequences. If you can bring all of that together with what I've covered today on sales closing, you are going to be absolutely maximizing and optimizing your revenue build, you know, all the stuff that you're trying to create to build a valuable business. Okay. So I hope that's helpful. Sales closing. Yeah. Getting the sale, all that fun stuff. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.